0: This is Katie, and we are
1: starting a new subject, yeah. if you
0: will. Subject, is that right, Portia? It's a, or new, what it's, a, it's a new topic. It's a, you know, I, and we should talk about this, that we have said seasons as we have switched topics. And generally that is the case, but guys, have you ever like reorganized your closet or we like, I today reorganize my drawers in my bathroom and where I used to reach for my hair supplies. I'm now reaching for my hair supplies in a different drawer and different things. And so that's kind of what we're doing with this topic. We are going to have you reach for this topic um, in a different space. Uh, I mean, it's still where you listen to podcasts, but we're just calling it something different, but it's the same thing. <laughs> right.
1: We're, we're lumping it all together, really under the title of the She Speaks Stories book, right. finding hope, help, and healing in a hard world. Because right. we, we were kind of saying, oh, there's a season about hope and a season right. about help and a season about healing. No, it's one season. They yeah. kind of flow together, but
0: right.
1: kind of just a little different focus, I I guess. Yes. yes. Because and so we... Yeah, we've been talking about how we sense practical help, but yes. our next um, our next episodes, we really want to focus on healing. Mm-hmm. How? What are we talking about when we were talking right. about God healing us, mm-hmm. and what does it look like? How is it practical? What about all the confusion around it? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. So today. You all just get portion I. yeah. <laughs> uh, just having kind of a conversation about healing from our own point of view right. and then down the road we'll have different guests that that really talk about healing in different ways.
0: Absolutely. So, I think it's really important regarding healing because I imagine listeners um, with so many different backgrounds and so many different experiences that you may have different doctrinal stances on healing. And um, something that I like to think about is God's nature and character. And one of the many, many, many names of God is Jehovah Rapha, which means God, our healer. And something that I hold on to when I'm thinking about healing, both in my personal life, or as I'm watching it in other people's lives, that my experience does not dictate God's character. Mm-hmm. My experience doesn't mean like, oh, well, this didn't happen the way that I thought I was going to. So that must mean that God doesn't. We don't build our theology and our doctrine based on our experience. We, our theology and doctrine is built on God's word and his nature and character and who he is. And God's word says that he is a healer. God's nature is that he is a healer. And so um, I want to encourage you and invite you to lean into, okay, but that wasn't how my story went. And it may not have been how your story went, but to lean in into who God is and not be limited by what your experience told you.
1: Boy, is that important, Portia. Mm-hmm. Uh, because listeners, from the get go, the minute we mention healing mm-hmm. and how God sends healing, doesn't your mind go straight to physical healing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Doesn't it go straight to Okay, she's got cancer. Pray, 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 and then if God's a healer, He should heal her, right? Um, But there's so much more to God being Jehovah Rophe or Rafa
0: Rafa Rafa Um, Mm
1: -hmm. than just limiting it, limiting it to physical healing.
0: Mm -hmm. Portia, you
1: Mm -hmm. were saying. Hey, look, La- what were you saying about Lazarus? Oh, we we're Lazarus. talking about Lazarus. Okay, this
0: is an amazing story. It's in the book of John. Lazarus is Jesus' friend. He's very sick. Remember, they're like, Jesus, come. You're, the one you love is sick. And Jesus waits, and he ends up dying. And um, we know, based on scripture, Jesus could have healed him. Jesus could have sent a word and healed him. Jesus could have done a lot of different things. But he died. He comes. Jesus weeps. John 11, 35. Jesus wept. And then he raises Lazarus from the dead, which is amazing. And we celebrate that story. How miraculous and healing, ultimate healing, right? Hey guys, Lazarus still died (laughs) because we live here in this body, in this world, this world that has been marred and broken by sin. He died here, but Lazarus is alive forevermore because Lazarus is in Christ and he is in Jesus. And so... I think sometimes, you know, I do it, focus so much on the here and now and the healing I want here that I forget that my life is meant to be living for there, for eternity and eternal presence with God, with the Lord, and not just what's happening in this broken world. So
1: absolutely. We um, in the alpha course mm-hmm. that we teach one of the evenings, we call it the healing night mm-hmm. and it the question is, does God heal today? Wow. Are, are healings still happening? Mm-hmm. And the answer is absolutely. But it goes back to what you were saying, Portia. Absolutely. Because God is who he says he is. Right. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Yes. And he is a mighty healer. And he cares about us. He cares about our pain. He -hmm. cares about our suffering. But the caveat is he's God. We're not. He does not heal always the way we demand
0: him. Oh, absolutely. Because we want the miracle and I'm with you. I want the miracle, the like, whoa, Jesus spoke the word and we're healed. Um, but do you know that he also heals through that bottle of Advil or a Tylenol that's in your closet? He also heals through like, you are exhausted, go to bed. He also heals through, you're dehydrated, drink some water and keep drinking the water. He heals through the ways that he has created our bodies that when we take care of them and fuel them with things that are rejuvenating for our physical bodies, so our cells can regenerate. God uses the system that he's already put in place to heal us. He uses doctors to heal us. He uses just himself where a miraculous healing is needed. He does all of it. And then he also heals by sometimes just bringing us home. And Amen. heals us 100%. Absolutely no pain, no sickness, nothing. Yeah, and that's the healing that we are all longing for. Amen.
1: He um, And I know we've talked about this. Before, mm-hmm. But when you think of um, that story of uh, Shadrach, Meshach, mm-hmm. and Abednego in the fire, yeah. Yeah. and um, I don't remember who did the teaching on it, but it was like, God always saves, mm-hmm. he always heals,
0: mm-hmm. but it's
1: in one of three ways. He can mm-hmm. save you from the fire mm-hmm. miraculously. Right. He can save you through the fire where mm-hmm. you still have to go through the sickness or the brokenness or mm-hmm. the, the hurt or whatever you wish he would save you from. He can save you through it or he literally can save you by it.
0: Right.
1: And, um, we all want to be saved from, Sounds it, right? We want the miracle yeah. and that's
0: okay. That is yeah. okay to want the miracle. Yeah. Why would we not? And one of my, um, yeah, one of my. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm so sorry, no. Katie. Um, one of my, um, one of my pastors through my life. He used to say, "We're going to pray for the miracle until God shows us what He's going to do." Mm-hmm. Like, we're just our. Pro- Jesus said, "Ask and keep on asking." So okay. in the area of healing, we're going to ask and keep on asking until we see what God's decision is. Because His decision may be, I hear you. Here is your healing right here on earth. I hear you. I'm going to cause you to recover from this, but you're going to walk with a limp. We'll use that as an example. Right. Or it's, I'm going to heal you because I'm fully healing you and I'm bringing you to myself. Exactly. Um, I mean, Katie, it makes me think of your story, your cancer story. Like yeah. we were, we wanted no cancer from the jump that the, all of the tests to come back and be like, there is no sign of the disease. But that is not the story. Will you remind the listeners um, a little bit about that? Yeah. And then, and then when it did come back,
1: uh, cancerous and, and crazy, then we're like, okay, well you are the mighty healer. Heal mm-hmm. me miraculously. And yeah. I I told that story probably several times where mm-hmm. a gal who had been involved with some miraculous healing, she had mm-hmm. seen and been part of some miraculous healing she came over and asked her if she could lay hands on me and pray for a miraculous healing. I said, mm-hmm. absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Now,
1: there was a very small part of me that was a little nervous about that because I'm like, ah, okay, but then if I don't get healed, what does that mm-hmm. mean? Right. But, but I honestly remembered that teaching of He will deliver you either from, through, or to. And you don't have to be nervous about asking to be delivered from, because it actually just shows a great faith and trust. Mm -hmm. But when we ask, we got to relax and leave the results in his hands and not put them upon ourselves. Because the temptation is to say, well, she had enough faith to pray over me to be healed, but I wasn't healed miraculously. So therefore, something's wrong with my faith. Something's wrong with my relationship with God. Right. No, Mm -hmm. he heals. Mm -hmm. Now, With me physically, he decided to heal me through.
0: Right. And I
1: went through all kinds of stuff. And just the other day, somebody was asking me about that. And I said, you know, looking back, I honestly would not trade that season. Mm-hmm. And this is when I want to transition into talking about now, I literally told this girl, I said, we were talking about relational
0: difficulty mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
1: emotional pain mm-hmm. and mental healing that we need in mm-hmm. relational healing. And I looked at her and I said, you know, it was a lot easier to go through cancer, as much as that was a nightmare
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and hard on me physically, there was always a path forward. There was always medicine. There was always doctors saying, well, let's try this. Let's do this. This should be the outcome. There were people praying. People understood physical sickness, okay? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Going through that season, was easier than going through the pain of having relational yeah brokenness yeah mental illness in people you love because it's not so cut and dried. there's not right um, but he heals yeah that kind of stuff too we can't Mm. give up hope for that kind of stuff
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, he renews our mind. He breaks bondages and strongholds, which um, quick little teaching, a stronghold is just a lie that you believe. That's all a stronghold is. And so when scripture says that our weapons are not carnal, but they're mighty in God through Christ for the pulling down of strongholds, it's in second Corinthians. It is because by God's Holy Spirit, he reveals lies that we've believed. Because we do. And sometimes we don't even believe, we don't even recognize them as lies because we say them in our own voice. And so we're not going to think that we would lie to ourselves, but we do often. And so as we continue to believe this lie, then a strong, the wall just keeps building and a stronghold is built around no one loves me or I'm never going to, or I can't ever, and Um, but the Lord wants to bring healing to your mind by revealing lies that you have believed, because when the truth of God's word shines on those faces in your heart and in your spirit, freedom comes because you go, Oh, I didn't know that was a lie. I break that lie in the name of Jesus, because you have the authority to do that as a child of God. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. And
1: that is how a lot of emotional healing Mm -hmm. And mental healing can come because again, listeners, we, we want to talk about how does this happen practically in, in our everyday lives? Okay. So what Portia, like what you were just saying, when we have some, uh, mental and emotional brokenness and we're praying for healing, Mm When we spend time in his word and in quiet prayer, that is how he can send healing Mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. our our souls, our fracturedness. I I heard this analogy the other day and I loved it. Our souls, the analogy is like, if you had a jar of muddy river water, And it's swirling and swirling and it's all brown and muddy. If you set that jar and set it still, eventually all the sediment will settle to the bottom and that water will become clear. And the Mm -hmm. analogy was our souls, our minds, our emotions get so chaotic and so stirred up and we're broken and we need healing. And a lot of that healing can come we will just be still and right. know that he is God and then let all that junk inside you settle okay. and you can deal with it. And I was, uh, I've been reading this book by Henry Newen. is that mm-hmm. how you pronounce his name?
0: Henry like
1: Newen. I think mm-hmm. it's French, but anyway, he was like this amazing spiritual director and just so much wisdom. Mm-hmm. and i had to laugh because he had this uh he he wrote about a time where his soul was in chaos mm. and he was praying for healing of course and um he had the opportunity to spend time with mother teresa wow and he started telling her all his soul pain and all his confusion and how complicated his life was right now and he just didn't know how to you know he he went on and on and on and when he finally stopped she looked at him and she said well I tell you you spend an hour a day with the God who adores you and then you just try to not do anything that you know is wrong and you'll be fine and she walked away (laughs) but isn't that true She walked away, and he said he was not hurt that she didn't address each one of his problems and tell him how to get Mm -hmm. healing. He said it was like a lightning bolt from heaven in his own soul darkness. And he realized if you are looking for solutions to the below problems. Mm -hmm. And all you get is below answers. There's still going to be a measure of confusion and brokenness. But if you are, if you have below problems and you get an above answer, Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that's when healing can come. And he said, he just had this epiphany and all his complicated problems and his broken spirit and his Mm -hmm. confusion. Yeah. It sounds so simple, listeners, and we're not trying to be cliche. We're not right. trying to say, oh, you need healing? Just spend an hour with the Lord and don't do anything right. wrong. We're not, we're just saying he does send inner healing, emotional yes. and mental healing. And yes. part of it for many of us mm-hmm. is to just be still and get with him, meet right. with him, quiet. Right. Meditation on truth so
0: you can replace the lies in your head
1: mm-hmm. truth,
0: right? Well, Perfect. and there are a lot of um scriptural medicate meditation apps that are out there that help you be still, that can guide you, that read a scripture passage. They usually have music that's playing. In fact, one of our guests that we had earlier in 2022, Sharon Garlow Brown, um, she has a um, podcast that helps you meditate on scripture. And it's so beautiful. And it's so helpful because um, science has, has shown that what is happening in our mind impacts our physical bodies. Yes. Um, Like one quick example, unforgiveness that turns into bitterness will show up in your physical body. It will wreak havoc in your body because you're The the adage is to hold on to unforgiveness is like drinking poison, expecting it to impact the person that has wronged you. And so as we allow our and it takes practice to be still. It takes practice yes. to say, God, I just want to be with you and adore you. What does that look like? You know, I think sometimes that includes scripture. Sometimes that's just saying thank you and be grateful for the things that God has blessed you with. Sometimes that's, um, I think I already said this, talking about scripture, sometimes that's worship music that is worship music that's focusing on who God is, because um, there are some songs that are beautiful, but they're about us. Worship songs that focus on who God is, his goodness, his kindness, his nature. He's God, he's mighty, he's powerful. And there are some great Christmas carols during. I like to listen to Christmas music even when it's not Christmas because it's just worship. It's just worship of who the King of Kings is. And when we stop and give ourselves those moments, and again, please hear me practice, it takes practice to be still and to worship and to be still and behold the one who is holding everything together. And then what I have found as I've been adding this pattern in my life is that I begin to hear him more clearly when I'm reading the scripture or I'm listening to scripture is I hear him more because I've given time to just be with him without all my agendas, without all my list, because that really is, That's how discipleship happens is get to know the one who made you get to know the one who loves you, get to know the one who died for you, get to know the one who walked out of the grave. Because when we get to know Jesus, it changes our perspective on everything. And all of a sudden our life isn't different, but how we're walking through it is different because we know we're not alone. And isn't that what healing is, is that you're reminded that you're not alone. Yes. Yes. And.
1: And. And I love you bringing up the connection between the mind, the soul, the body, and Mm -hmm. the spirit. It's Mm -hmm. all intertwined. So some of you might be thinking, wait, it sounds like you ladies have stopped talking about healing. No, no, no. We're trying to make, how does healing practically happen? And one big component of it is healing of your your spirit, your emotions. Now, we're not saying, oh, you know. Do this for a week, and you'll be better. Like like physical healing, the doctor can say, "All right, take these antibiotics for two weeks, and then mm-hmm. all the pain will go away." We're not saying. You know what? Spend an hour with the Lord for two mm-hmm. weeks, and you'll be fine. It's ongoing. Yes, it's yes. ongoing. It's mm-hmm. a process. It, it's a long, mm-hmm. um, a long thing, but. Some of you might be thinking, well, all right. Yeah. I've got a lot of chaos in my soul. Yes. I understand. It's taking a toll on my body. I want to spend time with the Lord and settle. That makes sense. I want to, but I'm just too busy. I just, I I don't have the time. I, I I was reading this thing in a study I'm doing about the lies that we believe, uh, Portia, uh when you mentioned the word lies and, um, the author was talking about the difference between our deepest desires and our strongest desires. Mm -hmm. And he said, um, our deepest desires would be things like, I want to be healthy. Mm -hmm. I want to be whole. I want to, I want God's peace. Mm -hmm. I want to know him. I want to walk in purpose and in freedom. And, you know, those are our deepest desires, but oftentimes our strongest desires. I want to get up and work out and listen to, you know, um, Mm -hmm. rock music and then I, or whatever, you know, Mm -hmm. different music. I, I want to, um, I really would rather binge watch Netflix than read right. my Bible. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I, I, I want, want to them. eat all
0: the things.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and those desires are very, very strong right. and they're very
0: immediate.
1: But to just stop every day and say,
0: mm-hmm. what
1: do I really want today? What do, mm-hmm. what are my deepest desires? Right. And I guess listeners were saying, if your deepest desires are for healing, physical, mm-hmm. mental, emotional, spiritual, there is a god who wants to Amen. heal. Amen. Wants to heal. If that is your deepest desire, obviously right. when it's physical, most of us go straight to the doctor and try to uncover.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: but if it's mental or emotional,
0: mm-hmm.
1: do do the hard work. Don't right. give in to those um those strong desires, those immediate desires, the flesh Mm -hmm. and say, no, 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 just mask Mm -hmm. it, just mask the pain with diversion. Just, Mm -hmm. you know, um, no, look every day at your, your deeper desires and do the hard work, take the time. Uh, Like for my own self right now, I told you that I'm going through just kind of a period where there's a lot of, uh, broken relational um, mm-hmm. re- relational times, and I decided, you know what, this is a time in my life where mm-hmm. I need to go to counseling.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: really need to get a Christian counselor who can help me, who can yeah. help me um, from a, a, a objective point of view. Right. It takes time. It takes mm-hmm. money. It takes humility. Um, but I've gone twice, and
0: I am loving every minute of it. I'm so glad that you said that. And w- listeners, we're gonna we're gonna close with this. And I, we just finished talking about help. There is help that is available to you, so that you find the healing that God has for you. Amen. And sometimes that comes through just talking to someone. Sometimes that comes through a counselor. Sometimes that comes with listening to that deepest desire instead of your strongest desire. But we just believe that through these next series of episodes, that your heart's going to be encouraged, knowing that God does indeed heal in all areas of our lives. And that we as humans, if we can just hold our hands open enough to just say, God, I don't know how you're going to heal, but I know that you're my healer and you're my source. Would you do what you will in my life? God answers that prayer every time when we surrender to him. And so we're glad that you're with us. We're excited for what this next um slate of episodes is going to bring and um we just love you so much and love that you give us the honor and privilege that you that you listen to the things to the stories that god is using to change our lives and hopefully your lives as well so amen sound good? we love right. you we love you bye bye